Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Meta Era Nerd Podcast, where we tell you what's meta, where we remind you of the fun times like growing up playing GoldenEye all night, or watching Roni Kenshin on Toonami on Saturday evenings, or we look forward to the future waiting with anticipation about what the new meta in TV, gaming, and anime is going to be. Today, Aniplex and everything anime is your meta. We are your hosts, Marcus and Rico. What's up, Rico? How are you doing? Good, man. Good. Just chilling. Happy to be here. Another week down. Uh, a lot of stuff happened this week uh, in terms of the news, uh, the streaming community, some sports stuff, uh, some controversial stuff there. Uh, but, you know, we got a lot to talk about this week. Yeah. Um, real quick, before we get started, anything anything that you saw, anything that caught your eye this past week? Or, you know, anything that you want to talk about briefly real quick before we jump into our news? Uh, not Honestly, not too much. Uh, this week... Other than the news, you know, I did watch, we talked uh, briefly about uh, the Jujutsu Kaisen movie came out. Uh, I did get to watch that, finally. Uh, I also, I still haven't jumped on the the uh, Cyberpunk show, but I was, I started it, and then something happened, and I had to stop, but I was already, like, so in, like, halfway through the first episode. Oh, Just because, like, I already, and... I guess like I have another a little bit extra like going into it because I know Night City. Like I've played the game already. Not I haven't finished it, but I uh. know of the game and like seeing like the stuff with the Dark Ripper and some of like the implants and stuff like that. I'm like, dude, I know that. Like I know that. <laughs> so it's like exciting. It was exciting to start. I just wish I could have uh gone more into it. And 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 you got to. Like I haven't played the game and I was just blown away by um, Cyberpunk and Runner, I loved it. I, I, I saw it on in, day, in a day, day and a half, you know, whenever I had time, but I did finish it uh, rather quickly. And I messaged Andrew, who's also played the game, hey, watch it. He goes, Good. I said, Give it a watch. Andrew says, And the next day, when I told him, next day, he tells me, I'm already in episode eight. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Yeah. I was like, Do you like it? He goes, What do you think, dude? <laughs> so that's all Andrew and I <laughs> That's all Andrew and I talked about. Uh, just, yeah, just because the characters are amazing. I love the characters. I love this. I love the setting. I know on the um, a lot of this, like the the cyberpunk servers online, it's brought a lot, a lot of people to the game, myself included. Um, I'm actually gonna purchase the game whenever I have a shot, whenever I have a chance, because I do want to play it. And honestly, the only reason I'm playing it is because I couldn't get enough of that anime, and I want to see what night you know Night City is all about because it was good. And I'm hoping for a season two. Andrew has his theories and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to highlight, you know, cause that's what I finished this past week, uh, was Cyberpunk, Ed, Cyberpunk Edgerunners and holy hell, if it wasn't for some of the anime that came out this year, man, and I'm talking like Spy Family and stuff like that, or Chainsaw Man going to come out cause I'm still super high on Chainsaw Man. Um, this anime, Cyberpunk, definitely at least it's going to be, it's up there in the top five for the year. Easy. In my opinion, it was that good. Um, but other than that, I just, um, I know you're watching or you said who started watching it. Um, the Jeffrey Dahmer, yeah. the Jeffrey Dahmer show on Netflix. Did you start I haven't started it? it yet, but it's been on my watch list for a while because uh, I'm a big Evan Peters fan, uh, since watching him and some of the, like, I'm, I'm a big, I'm big on a American horror story. I don't know if you've seen any of that, but, uh, he's a regular nah. in that series. He always kills it. Uh, he was really big in this, uh, the, what was this last series he did on HBO mayor of Easttown. He was big in that show too. Yeah. So when I saw that he was playing Dahmer, which we touched on a couple weeks back, uh, I said, dude, he's going to kill it. And I hope that they let him get like ugly and grimy and dark with it. And by all accounts that I've read, like it is not 
one of these shows that like glorifies a killer. It shows like how sick and like twisted Dahmer was. Uh, yeah, so yeah. a lot of people are getting turned off because of that, but that's reality. You know what I mean? I, I would say, yeah, I would say more in a holy shit. Like this, this, this is what this guy was like. And I think, you know, it's getting rave, rave reviews. And I think the fact that people are, I guess people are getting turned off by just how sick this was, but that, that that's exactly what he's like. And people are saying, this is what this guy was like. So I'm, I'm really glad to see Evan Peters, you know, get to get that spotlight, you know, cause I remember him from kick-ass. Uh, he was, he was, um, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, an X-Men, uh, uh Quicksilver. Quicksilver. I was going to say silver, silver surfer for some dumb reason. Uh, he was Quicksilver. Um, so super excited to see that. I will not start watching it until, um, my girlfriend gets back. Shout out to her. She's, uh, she's, she's going to go see the Harry, Harry Styles concert. So that's where she's at right now. So I'm all alone. And I did see like the trailer for Dahmer. And I was like, I, I can't watch this. With her. <laughs> I, she loves, she loves murder, shit like that. Murder documentaries that she's all about that stuff. So I know that's going to be right up her alley. Uh, so I'm sure we'll be watching that and tripping ourselves out and, <laughs> Did she no. ever check out? Did she ever like, check out Mindhunter? I don't remember. She had started when I walked in a while back. She was she started she had started something else. It wasn't Mindhunter, and I and I told her to watch it that she would like it because um, they Dude, do have recommended to, it. But it was another one. She has to. It's because what Mindhunter is is there. Like it's. I think I touched on it before. I don't know if it was on the podcast or not. But you had mentioned that Melanie is into these kinds of shows, uh, and Melanie with the Y. For those of you that don't know, uh, just clarifying. Shout out to Mel. Uh, uh-huh. You mentioned she was into these kinds of shows. And I said, dude, Mindhunter, because what it is, is it's the establishing of the FBI, like, and their division where they are researching uh, these uh, serial killers. And what mm-hmm. the guy goes around and does, he starts off as a, like, hostage, uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, not interrogator, but, uh, like, negotiator, like, in- in- intermediary, like, to... To kind of yeah. uh, talk people off the cliff, like if you will, right? Uh, so he ends up interviewing these serial killers and kind of getting in their minds and stuff like that. And it gives you like an insight as to why they do what they do and some of their background and stuff like that. And then there's a moment like at the end of the season that's just like, oh, shit. Like it, it, it's awesome. It's really cool. So you, you should you should have her or you should just recommend that to her again uh, after you watch this one or whatever. But I have that on my list. Uh, the Andor series, I think already part of it, part yeah. of it dropped, I think already on Disney Plus. So I'm waiting for that. I uh, want to check that out too. I've heard that, that there's been big praise for that one too, uh, comparing it to Mandalorian and stuff like that. So, I mean, that's all you got to say about that. Oh no, I saw. I both he was he was amazing in Rogue One. So I think that's that's the uh, that I loved Rogue One, and that was probably the last Star Wars film that I actually really, really, really enjoyed because it was that good. Um, so actually excited to see where Andrew goes, and I would definitely be checking that one out also. Um, anything else on your list? Uh, the only other stuff was the Cyberpunk show, and uh, what else is there? There's something else that's been on my radar that I've been wanting to watch. I just oh the uh, I haven't watched the uh, Taxi movie yet. Which I mean, which oh, yeah, I mean, we've I, already, we already kind of know what's going to happen, but I want to see what extra we're going to get in there. Yeah, the ending. Oh yeah, I'll be checking those out. Yeah, too. I I recently um, was able. I had been having a lot of trouble logging into my Disney Plus account, but I got it back. So I want to watch uh, the other things that uh, they're not pressing, but I do want to check out is uh, She Hulk and uh, Moon Knight. I haven't seen Moon Knight yet either, so those are some things I need to I need to catch up on. 
One day Avengers, yeah. I don't have I don't have much on my list. I granted I mean I do watch all the anime that I'm just watching. I watch sporadically and I'm here episodes there episodes here and episodes there and you know on my my watch list of 10 or whatever the hell I'm watching. Um update on One Piece. I'm on episode 76. Mm. Come a long way. I know we talked about it last summer. I was laughing about talking about it. But I'm on, I am I am on 76 and again, I would get through it quickly faster, but obviously I'm watching other things besides that and um, I usually watch One Piece whenever it's I'm just there, you know, kind of chilling out and stuff like that, um, and not invested in something else. So I am I am on episode seventy six. I think that's like what four percent of the way mm-hmm. through, <laughs> or something. So it's there, dude. But but like it's crazy because you're that percentage. But then for some shows, like that's the whole show, <laughs> seventy some episodes, right? Oh, so I it's know. crazy. <laughs> no, and and I I put it into context like man, it's like because usually anime seasons are twelve episodes when they start off. So twelve twenty, oh, uh, is it twelve twenty four thirty six, forty um sixty? That's five or six different animes I could have watched with twelve with twelve episode uh twelve episode season. Yeah. But I mean, at least six or seven, man. So I was like, damn. And so you think of like a thousand. One day I get, to, one day I get to the thousand. You think like that's a lot of, that's a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so and it sucks because you know I I always. I always talk about oh I've seen you know over three hundred and stuff like that, but when you catch up with One Piece, it's like well three hundred and one. You know what I mean? It's not it's not you know three hundred and twenty if you're watching a bunch of smaller ones. You no know, three hundred and one. It just has a thousand episodes and stuff like that. So yeah, uh, but oh, it's you know glad to see we're watching some crazy stuff. There's a lot more coming soon. There's a lot in well we talked about what's coming in gaming for October, November, December, and then. Um, our highlight for this, our meta for this this uh, news was the anime stuff. So a lot of stuff coming out. So but we are going to start off with gaming and TV. I'm going to go ahead and let Rico pass it on to Rico and then um, catch us up on what's going on in the world. Yeah, I actually have a couple things to touch on before we get into gaming. I have some stuff from the sports world uh, that I thought was pretty interesting and just noteworthy. Uh, first one is uh, Floyd Mayweather actually expects to fight Conor McGregor in Floyd versus Conor 2. Uh, in 2023 still just rumor no confirmation no nothing but uh, it looks like more than likely we are going to get a conor mcgregor floyd mayweather boxing match uh this coming year and people will yeah and i mean i mean the reason they're doing it is because they're going to make a lot of money people are going to get in there other people are going to want to be on that card because you know it's going to sell it's going to sell a lot of uh views and stuff like that so notoriety names your name gets out there that kind of stuff uh speaking of notoriety uh taylor swift was reported to it it was rumored that she was going to be doing the halftime show for the super bowl but the latest news is that she got offered it but actually turned it down really she turned it down Mm -hmm. which is like what like who does that but uh based on what i read she turned it down because she is having to like re-record and remaster like some of the audio for some of her past albums that were like licensed only to yeah, one thing. That. So she's continuing with that. And I mean, I don't know. It, to me, that was kind of like, whoa, Taylor Swift, like badass, like something different. Let's see what she does. Like she has pretty good music. If you're, it, I mean, it just depends with music if you're into her or not or some of her music. You know, she's had bangers over the years. So I, I was kind of like, okay, something a little different. Not everybody's gonna love it, but I'm down with it. But then, I mean, she turned it down. So I want to know, I kind of want to know why. And then I kind of want to know, like, where we go from here. Who's going to, who's, yeah, who's next up on the list, you know? Yeah. Uh, 
So we'll see what happens there. Then uh, we're getting a Lin Sanity documentary about Jeremy Lin and his whole, you know, huge explosion of uh, fandom when he popped off there in New York. Uh, I know a lot of us are like basketball heads, so I'm sure we'll all check that out at some point. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they're going to have, uh, you know, the footage where he, you know, beats the Lakers. I remember watching that game, so I'm sure, you know, because that was one of those things where the buzzer beater. Yeah, he... Top of the three. Yeah, he just he just went crazy and like he was the talk of the basketball world for a good while, and then you know unfortunately uh, other stuff happened. But I mean for those couple weeks, months, whatever it was, like he was just the guy. It seemed like right. So it's yeah, it's gonna well, be I mean, interesting to see stuff, that. Carmelo. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna <laughs> be interesting to see that, and uh, you know he's been uh, he's been a very outspoken in the NBA community about. Some of the stuff that he dealt with being in the NBA as like an Asian American and uh, stuff like that. So it's going to be interesting to see if they include some of that in there. Um, we'll, we'll see, but I'm excited to to that that's coming and I'm going to be checking that out for sure. Now, the big news kind of in the sports world, which was, you know, I'm not going to get too into it, but just I felt like we had to touch on that was super controversial uh, still uh, in ways is uh, the head coach for the Boston Celtics got suspended for the year. Uh, this was brought on because of a, I don't know if it's confirmed, but basically it's supposed to be because of a relationship he had with the staffer. Uh, I guess, you know, infidelity. I don't know if it's because of it's like a, of the power dynamic between the two or why it was, but it kind of seemed like initially, like uh, up front, you can kind of see like, well, this is kind of like his personal life, right? But rumors going around now is that there's a lot more to the story. So it's kind of just like a wait and see situation because the NBA has always taken things like substance abuse, betting, uh, fighting, anything with physical altercations, like uh, what happened in Detroit with the Pacers and uh, the fight there in the garden, stuff like that. Like they've always taken that very serious. But here when it's something having to do with him and his, his life, his own life, and uh, by all accounts, it was supposed to be a consensual relationship. Uh, so just to throw to clear that up, uh, it, it was just weird to kind of see this happen. But a lot of people are now saying that there's a lot more going on behind the scenes that we just don't know about. So, like I say, it's kind of just a wait and see and and see like why they just decided like, nope, this guy's out for the year. Uh, there were rumors that he was going to resign, but he decided not to. So. I guess uh, we kind of just got to wait and see. Do you have anything, any thoughts on that? Do you want to just kind of stay away from that and also just wait and see or what's up? And, and I was, and I was kind of curious more so because we do have two of our very good friends, Rudy and Omar, who are big Celtics fans. And I was kind of curious if obviously, you know, the, uh, the, the punishment fit the crime, you know what I mean? In this case, and just like Rico said, as far as it being a, it was consensual. Well, they said it was consensual. They said it was um, the. I would think it's more the power dynamic, more so than anything else. I would think. Again, this is based off what we know. I'm not gonna, you know, leave 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 things up to guessing, right? Just basically what's what's on here. Um, but I know a lot of people were up in arms over him, and I guess how he did his wife or his partner, uh, Nia Long, and stuff like that. I I don't condone any type of infidelity at all. So that's why I'm like, oh, you know. And regardless, again, it's his personal life. What he does is what he does. Um, but obviously, it seems to be there seems to be a little, little bit more going on behind the scenes. If 
the punishment is suspending him for a year because to me it doesn't seem like it adds up in that case so i'm kind of uh i'm in that boat kind of see more than more or less wait to see what comes out what happens uh but just my two cents and stuff so yeah i'll leave it at that yeah well said so in sticking with drama there has been a huge uh just drama filled week couple weeks in the twitch community and it uh, i'm not gonna get into some of like the personal attacks and stuff like that that have gone between like some of the big streamers in the community but there's there's a couple things i gotta touch on that are like big because it affects viewers it affects people that stream on the platform uh if you're into all that uh, world or whatever and basically like the biggest one the big one that that kind of starts this whole like domino effect is there is a content creator by the name of slicker and something that you and I touched on a while back, I, I don't remember if it was on the podcast or maybe right before, about uh, that Twitch had started to get into a meadow where they were like gambling on on, yeah, on, yeah, on yeah, the we site. So this guy got real deep into gambling, starts to approach other streamers that he knows, some some real well, some like not much at all, and says like kind of starts to scam them. And tells them like, oh, like I'm having some trouble with my bank account. I'm locked out. Can you like lend me a hundred? Uh, I mean, can you lend me a thousand and I'll pay you back like uh, within the week or within the month or whatever, like when my thing is unlocked or whatever. And he basically scammed people, different streamers for up to $300,000. He borrowed $300,000 across different streamers and used it all to gamble. Nuts. Uh, so this kind of, this kind of was like the straw that like broke the camel's back with Twitch because a lot of their streamers had been pushing them like get gambling off the site, get gambling off the site. This finally did it, and Twitch went ahead and announced that they are going to ban gambling starting October eighteenth. They are going to x out gambling sites, slots, roulette. Dice, all that kind of stuff off the site. So there was that. Then again, another thing that they threw in there was Twitch is going to be moving to a standard 50-50 split when it comes to monetization for the site and creators. Now, previously, like some of the premium streamers, the the ones with big uh, channels were getting a better deal when it uh when it came to this it was a 70 30 split where the content creator would get 70 percent and the streaming site would get 30 percent now they're going towards this 50 50 for everybody but for the exception of those that already have the 70 30 they're going to let them retain their 70 30 up until they make 100k anything after a hundred thousand dollars then becomes 50 50 between them and the site so for context, uh, uh, another big streaming site, Twitch still remains number one in streaming at the, at the moment. But with, these, uh, with this, it kind of is a little shaky now because YouTube, for example, does offer 70-30 for their streamers. And a lot of people have kind of been jumping ship. There are still some things that YouTube needs to work out in terms of being like the number one streaming platform or surpassing Twitch, kind of like... Uh, overtaking them or whatnot, but uh, you know it seems like it's trending that way. And I think this week they also started to monetize the YouTube Shorts, which are kind of like their answer for like TikTok. 
And I think they're, I think YouTube shorts are going to be like 45, 55, if I remember what I read correctly. So, I mean, that's the big stuff with Twitch. They banned, there was a big uh, thing with gambling. Uh, they banned it. They're changing the split for revenue. So let's see where that leads for the Twitch community and if it kind of throws people towards YouTube or what happens there. Now, the very, the very last thing, streaming-wise, uh, there was a game today that was streamed on YouTube. It was called the Sidemen versus YouTube All-Stars football game. Uh, soccer, for those of you U.S. people that uh, call it soccer. Uh, some of the people that of note that were that participated in this game were KSI, a big uh, streamer from overseas, Mr. Beast, which is somebody that a, a lot of people have heard of, a guy named by the name oh, of really? Gideon, Carl Jacobs. <laughs> and what it was is it was a charity game, and they raised over a million dollars today for charities that include that include Campaign Against Living Miserably, the Teenage Cancer Trust, and Rays of Sunshine. Uh, I was told that it was kind of an exciting game because. The Sidemen won 8-7 to seven in a 15-goal thriller. 15 Dang. goals. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. I didn't get to watch the game. Well, I watched a little bit. But when I watched, there wasn't really too much going on. But uh, I just thought it was nice that uh, they had a, all these content creators came together and raised some money for, uh, for these charities, right? It's always, it's always a good thing. Yeah. Uh, any thoughts on any of that stuff? Like the gambling... Crazy, just, uh, you know. You know, just just the whole gambling things. I, I know we talked about it a while back, and you kind of just uh, got me just kind of, you know, on that train, right, where I, I can understand a little bit better. That's intense. I'm just, I'm tripped out how the hell it, it takes them so long to to do these things. Obviously, if, if a, a lot of people in the community are, a, you know, get it off, get it off, and they're not doing it, you know, it's kind of like, damn, like, as to what point are they going to, you know, get people to, Listen to people. It seems like they're out of touch with their with their fan base. If anything, um, so that's a trip. That's just tripped out. Yeah, and I I remember but, when I brought well, it up, I told you, let's see where this leads, man. This is going to be a little crazy, and uh, but it, it did get crazy. And a lot of other drama stem from this. But like I say, it doesn't. It, it's more streamer drama. So I'm not going to get into all that. But uh, yeah, like you know, at the end of the day, gambling was bringing Twitch a lot of money, and it was bringing creators yeah. a lot of money. So, but obviously, if something like that kind of comes into play, and you know, it's it sucks. It sucks for everybody. I think it just sucks for everybody all around, especially for people who are getting scammed. And obviously, you know, Twitch is in the business. It's a, it's a making money business, stuff like that. So, it, it it sucks. You know, at the end of the day, the people who are gonna, who are making your money are the people who are watching. You know yeah. what I mean? You have no watchers. Hey, guess what? You have no money. So it's it's kind of weird the way. I don't know. It seems it seems like they're just out of touch a bit, you know, with their fan base and stuff like that. Yeah, and then switching over also for to the fifty fifty split when when creators yeah, also have been yeah, asking fun. for seventy thirty. I think they petitioned for seven seventy thirty for like the last two or three years or something like that to be like the standard. So that too, like you say, I guess out of touch is kind of just hitting the nail 50, on the head. Fifty, dude. Yeah, which which has like, been standard for a lot for a long time, but now yeah, now they're gonna go to that like across the board, which. I mean, they say that they they cited. I think that they're gonna reinvest that money into uh, the community and whatnot. But in terms of like when you look at the competition, the bit rate uh, is still not on par with YouTube. You can only stream in like 1080. You can't do 4K. Uh, the ads over the last couple of years have become more intrusive. 
especially a lot of people have problems with what they call pre-roll ads. When you first click a stream, you get like at least one or two ads every single time. Mm -hmm. So you click on a streamer you want to watch, you see ads. And what's like, that's going to be 30 seconds of you not being able to watch who you want to watch. More than likely, what are you going to do? Nah, I'll do something else. You know, like, what is that, man? So that's so that's crazy, man. I, and the, even the whole 50 50 thing is not, just sounds tripped out to me. It really does. Like, what's that's crazy, man. Oh, but again, people are in the business, make money, man. But to make money just but for being the platform and just kind of, you know, do, being where everything happens, where everybody else is kind of doing the bulk of the work, like, damn, dude, like, man, that's yeah, that's yeah. And not, there is something about them like giving them the platform, right? But you know, the thing is, like, them citing that they're going to reinvest it in the website and in the platform, you know, it feels like people are just not happy because they're not seeing, like, that happen. Yeah. Or, or yeah. I guess, I guess you kind of got to wait and wait and see, too, like, to see if they're really going to improve things around the site or whatever. I guess we kind of just got to wait and see. Yeah, it turns into a waiting game. So we'll see. So jumping into gaming. The kind of the big news of the week was uh, GTA 6. There was a huge leak oh, yeah. for GTA 6 <laughs> that included gameplay, uh, all kinds of stuff that got put out there. Obviously, Rockstar was not happy, and a lot of people kind of shit on this the stuff that came out. Which I mean, I don't I don't understand at all because obviously this is like very early footage and stuff like that. Um, Rockstar, a lot of people were talking about whether or not Rockstar would end up uh, putting some kind of halt to the game or something like that. But Rockstar did put out a statement saying that, uh, you know, unfortunately, yes, there was a leak. They acknowledged it and that there would be no disruption of uh, their game. And when it was going to come out, whatever, it kind of was just unfortunate. And uh, I think today or yesterday, there was a 17 year old in the UK that was arrested and I guess identified as this leaker. Uh, as the hacker, right? Yes. That, that, that's nuts. First of all, 17 years old. Holy hell. Man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, big brain, big brain. And the 17 year old, I don't know if he just got bored one day and says, ah, I'm going to go. I, I, don't know how, I don't know how it works. I don't know how it happens. But the fact that they arrested him over this hack, and it kind of blows my mind because, you know, Rockstar was that pissed off. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of worse things going on in the world, and obviously, you know, money's everything, it seems, right? So if Rockstar wants this person put to justice, I guess, then they're going to go ahead and, you know, arrest them and kind of do whatever. But ultimately, if you have a 17-year-old hacker who's able to do something like that, hey, man, um, who's going to vie for this kid's services, man? Because, hey, I, that's money science for this kid, you know, money, just because he, the that's... That's a skill and that's a talent. Like, holy, it, like, that's it, it, It's essentially what, what it turns into in that community is essentially like a job application. Like, people yeah, are just going to say, like, dude, if you if he did this, like, you know, we, we got to hire him to do some of these things for us. That's what I'm saying. A little bit of silver lining. He's 17 years old. I'm not sure how they're going to try him or, or what, what he's exactly been charged with and stuff like that or what the punishment's going to be, but... That's intense. I I know I'm going to kind of I'm going to kind of going away a little from the whole Grand Theft Auto Six thing. Um, there were some leaks, and if you want to check them out, you can just find them online. There's you know all kinds of information. I think I saw something with uh, Vice City, and you're going to be able to have a female main character. But I'm assuming it's still very, very, very early. So I don't I, I don't think there should be any expectations at all whatsoever. I think should be happy with hey, look, there's something good, great, grand, move on. You know what I mean? 
So that's a little weird. People are getting upset. Yeah. Then uh, up next, I have something that was kind of interesting that I, I thought uh, just because we love board games, there was an Elden Ring board game that was launched on Kickstarter and made its goal in three whole minutes. <laughs> so, yeah, it was by um, uh, it was by the oh man, I forgot. Because I had checked it out on Kickstarter. I actually have a Kickstarter account just for like just different different things, you know, games, uh, TCGs and stuff like that. So when, when when you had to actually put it up there, I actually went and checked, you know, what it was like. And I actually saw it when it when it just um, um, when it was there. So but as of right now, if you go to the website, it still does say coming soon. So I'm not sure if and it's by Steve Forbes Games. Um, I'm not sure exactly. Um, if it's already met its production or whatever, or maybe there was another one I'm looking at, but yeah, that, that I do have it on my, on my save list because I think I might just get myself that Elden Ring board game and they made another one too. I forgot which other one they made, but very popular, super high demand. And again, I think it's something that we would enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, there's also a single player Iron Man game in the works, which seems like it could be pretty cool. I've always been a fan of Iron Man myself, uh, amongst the... Uh, characters in the MCU. Uh, it is going to be by Motive Studios, which uh, don't have a lot of games under their belt, but some big ones. Uh, in, uh, Battlefront 2, Star Wars Squadrons, and Dead Space, the new Dead Space that's going to be coming next year, I think. Uh, it's supposed to be a third person and an action-adventure game. Then uh, up next, we have Ted Lasso and AFC Richmond coming to FIFA 23. So Ted Lasso is coming to tell me to the gaming world before Marcus has watched the show. <laughs> but uh, that was pretty funny. I thought uh, to see him well. coming over. And uh, we have. Uh, we talked about it a while back about uh, some of the games we wish would come back. And uh, one of the ones I talked about was uh, Guitar Hero. But fear not, fans of Guitar Hero, we now have Trombone Champ which launched on Steam on the 15th. I think it was September 15th. And uh, I've been Dude, seeing some people play it, and it game. looks hilarious. Have you checked it out? Uh, strangely enough, it was the night right before you had to actually put this up. Um, I was looking at memes. I was looking at memes online, on my phone or whatever, just kind of scrolling through it, whatever. And I saw this, and I just passed by it, whatever. And then I saw a second time. And I, I saw a second video, the same thing. I said, what the hell is this? So I clicked it. And... I, it was um it was it was a piano piece. I forgot which piano piece it was, but I was like, "What the hell is this?" And it has the, the little I little like circle whatever moving up and down, and you have to match it to whatever. And I said, "Oh my god, what the hell is this game?" So I actually went down YouTube and kind of seeing how people are actually playing this and stuff like that. And I was I was tripped out more than anything. Um, and then you happen to put it trombone chap, and I said, "Oh my god!" I was like, "It's, it's funny that Rick it actually caught your attention." Um, the same time because I, I didn't even put it up i didn't even anything i saw it, whatever and then when you put it up i was like obviously rico rico rico's attention too not just mine so um yeah it looked like a trip maybe if it was free i'd play it or i'd check it out at least but i don't know if i would pay something you know because for for something like this but obviously it's doing very popular man but i don't know that's just me anyways i'll like to try it out though yeah it uh, it but. has overwhelmingly positive reviews i think at 97 i I see the price point here at 15, which is uh, it's a little high for me, being that I spent three dollars on uh, almost perfection with Vampire, Vampire Survivor. Survivor. That kind of set the standard now in a 
in a, you know, differently. <laughs> Uh, but just some fun stuff about it is it is actually a game that's developed by two people. It's a two-person developer named Holy Wow. So, you know, people have been talking about it. It's been making the round. So, I mean, we'll see. Maybe there's a sale. Maybe we pick it up. Yeah, I'm sure there will be down the line for sure. So I have uh, some other good news. Detective Pikachu sequel is supposedly nearing a release, according to its developer. Uh, you know, anything Pokemon I'm always for. I actually never played Detective Pikachu. Did you? I never did. Saw the movie, but I never played yeah, the game. I didn't, I didn't see the movie either. But uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's coming soon, and I'm always for Pokemon stuff. Now, uh, a new Splinter Cell game is supposed to be updated for modern-day audience. This uh, modern-day audience thing comes from a... Uh, what do you call it? Like a job application. They're trying to hire somebody. Uh, and it was saying that that's one of the things that they're trying to get through, like with this new game. Uh, I'm not too familiar with the Splinter Cell games. Uh, have you played those? Man, I think the last one I played, uh, one, I, I totally forgot. Uh, well, the original Splinter Cell, um, the first one, came out on the OG Xbox a long, long time ago. It was more stealthy at the time. But again, this was that, that game. It was a stealth type of game. Um, so I don't know, that was the last time I played, I don't know what it's going to be like, I don't know what it is, but there's a huge fan base for Splinter Cell, um, so good for them, but I'm not sure if it's something that I'll be checking out, and you know, now, anyways. Yeah, so we'll just have to, it's one of those, like, we just got to see what they're going to show us first, and maybe it'll get, maybe it'll get us to bite, maybe we'll stay, continue to stay away, who knows, but good for those fans, like you say. Uh, the Winter's Family Saga is coming to a close with these, this latest Resident Evil DLC that is going to be coming in October. So the end of the Winter Saga. I know that's probably sad for Marcus, being that he's a huge Winter's, uh, Ethan Winter's guy. Ethan Winter's, man. I know that's kind of, that sucks. But I mean, we'll see what happens. You never know what happens with the story. Yeah, we'll see. It's, it's all Chris yeah. from here on out. I know it. Yeah, well, because they call it the winter, the winter family saga. They call it the saga. So, you know, that doesn't mean maybe you know that he, they whether it's Rose or whether it's um, Ethan. I don't know if he's gonna come back or whatever. But it it it, it, they, it sounds like they leave it open for them to come back later on because you know Crystal comes out and yeah. um, you still have everybody else who's you know part of the universe as well who also makes it who also comes out. Um, so like. You never, you never know. Maybe something. Yeah, maybe, and and, and I'm in the not. same boat. I don't think this necessarily means that they're gone. I think they're just not going to be the titular characters anymore, or like the main character yeah. anymore. We'll go to some other story, yeah. and you know, there'll be those side characters now, like Chris or uh, Jill or whoever you know from from that we see Eve, uh, Ava or Ada Wong. Sorry. So I, I'm pretty sure we'll, I, I'm pretty that, sure yeah. we'll still see them. Just not a, we won't play as them. Or maybe it'll be like, yeah. like kind of what we did with Village and Chris, you know? It'll be something special. Yeah. So, Overwatch 2 is upon us. We got some patch notes for the launch of Overwatch 2. Uh, Junker Queen was nerfed, and there was a lot of other changes to some of the tanks. A new uh, DPS passive. They did make the passive with uh, being able to swap heroes and retain some ult charge universal for all characters. Some people are worried about the new DPS passive. I don't know if you've seen what that is, Marcus. It's, is it the, well, it used to be 30% or did it, did it go up higher? No, the 30% is now universal. So now every, everybody has that. Oh. That's now universal. So oh. everybody has that now. And the new DPS passive is going to be 
that when you get a kill, I think for two seconds you get increased movement speed and increased reload speed for DPS. Strictly wow. for DPS. So obviously that lends itself to a lot of the heroes like maybe Reaper or Tracer, Sombra. Like some of those can benefit from that a lot. Imagine Reaper yeah. being faster, reloading faster, uh, ulting, getting a kill in his ult and being able to, you know, Reaper moves a little bit during his ult, but imagine him ulting, getting a kill and being able to move faster, depending like how much faster it is. Uh, someone like Tracer that is already, since there's no uh, more stun and that kind of stuff, like to kind of keep her in check in the DPS class, um, her getting a kill, reloading faster, jumping back on you, and she's like faster moving around. Like if she wasn't a problem already, if you if you know if that was something that was hard for you to deal with, um, it's interesting. I I want to see what that's like. Um, because in the hands of a DPS who's amazing, that's that's it, that's yeah. scary. In the hands of an already good tracer, in the hands of an already good reaper, a Genji too is somebody else, an Echo, <laughs> a, a Sombra. You know, like there's gonna be certain heroes that are gonna benefit from this huge. And other heroes that probably aren't going to get as big of a benefit, something like maybe Junkrat or Bastion. Um, so let's see like, if they continue with this. Um, there are some other changes. Uh, Junker Queen did fall a little bit enough to where she's not really on like hard meta anymore. So that's very positive. Uh, D.Va has been, has been being played, which I know it's exciting, I'm sure, for you. Um, we've been getting more Sigma, yeah. which I love. Uh, it seems like, you know, everybody can just kind of pick whatever they want and kind of make it work, which is, you know, what we all kind of want. want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, this is going to be the last week of Overwatch 1. So they did something pretty cool uh, within the game where the background of the game when you log on is constantly changing. And they kind of did it something nice here where they kind of pay tribute to all their OG characters that started it all. And they put up the roster from the original, the launch roster from Overwatch up in the background, just to kind of, like I say, pay tribute to the OGs that got it going and, you know, started this whole Overwatch phenomenon uh, here for the last week. It will be shutting down on October 2nd, which is, I think, what, Sunday? October 2nd on... Two, two Sundays, Sundays from, now. from now. Yeah, so it's, we got we got two more weeks, actually. Or, or tomorrow and then the following Sunday. Well, it's eight yeah, days. A week, a week from today, it will be the last day, the first. Yeah, I've been, I've been playing it actually. Um, I've been playing last week and stuff. Play a few games here and there. Uh, just I need my own, my Overwatch fix, and obviously I just, I just turn it on and play, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be crazy when, when it would just jump to to Overwatch two. Um, so it's gonna be fun. Yeah, and it's, it's something to jump on the next one, but it's also something, it, it's different a little bit that part one is, like, going away, too. Yeah, that's what trips me out. I'm like, dang, now I'm able to play that version at all anymore. So it's moving forward. Yeah, so uh, last last little bit of news I had was uh, Logitech announces the Logitech G Cloud, which will be a handheld gaming device that is going to be priced at $299 and is going to include Game Pass. Did you uh, get to see this at all? Did you check it out? I, I saw it. Uh, I saw it. And again, I think it, uh, the Xbox Game Pass, I think that's kind of cool. Just playing 
games on the go. I'm I'm always on the go type of guy. So something to let you play Xbox Game Pass games on the go in this case. It's kind of cool. Uh, whether I'd pick it up for 300, I don't know. I don't think so. But it's still cool to see that obviously if you're if you only have an Xbox and stuff like that, and you want to play Xbox games on the go, it seems to be a way to go. An outlet of sorts, if you yeah, will. Yeah, I think for those people out there that are just Xbox gamers or PC gamers, do you do the whole Game Pass thing? Uh, maybe for us, it's a little different. For some of our friends, that uh, us that we already have a Switch and we kind of probably take our Switches everywhere. I would imagine whenever we're we're out and mm-hmm. about, or for like Andrew, Ricky, them that have a Steam Deck and probably take that wherever they go. You know, maybe there's not really something that you want to play that you don't already have. You know, but if you're just a Xbox gamer, PC gamer, you don't have a Steam Deck or you don't have a Switch, maybe this is something to check out. And three, yeah. two ninety nine isn't bad, I don't think, to be able to have, you know, the the whatever is out there for Game Pass. I mean, that sounds great to me. Yeah. Uh, so, so last sure. little thing I've had for you was because I know that you love uh, white consoles. There has been advertisements in Logitech that show a white Xbox Series X in the background. I did see that. And I know you have always like collected white consoles. I think Omar also really likes white consoles too. So when I saw it, I said, oh, I wonder if this is something coming soon. Uh, thus far, I think we only have one special edition of the Xbox Series X, which I think was the Halo Infinite Edition. Mm-hmm. And that was still black, just, you know, different little patterns on it or whatever so it wasn't any, really anything different from the norm but i saw this i said oh i wonder if mark this caught marcus's eye too yeah i saw it. it's it's i think just you actually just posted it like what, yesterday or mm-hmm. so um it's in the background and I, I didn't notice that it was all white and i do like white consoles i prefer white consoles um now is it just going to be a completely different palette or is it something that I, or is something that might be beefed up a bit I'm not sure if it is beefed up to beefed up to just a smidge. Maybe I might think about upgrading, but if it's just a white one, you know, I'm going to just, I'm going to feel bad, but not feel too, too bad. Cause I'd rather not spend an extra, you know, yeah, hundred bucks or so. <laughs> yeah, if, yeah. If it's, if it's, uh, at that price too. So who knows? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That's why it's, uh, you know, uh, so that's it for gaming. Any thoughts, any last little things you wanted to add in? No, as far as gaming is concerned, I think you kind of touched the nail on the head. Um, I know this time around, I know since we have all kind of announcements, um, it's just more, it's actual gaming news, not necessarily what's coming out. So a lot of crazy things happening. Again, things are going to be coming out later. Uh, kind of, And things to kind of look forward to. So, uh, yeah, that's about it. So jumping over to TV and movies, uh, we have a new Cloverfield movie in the works. Uh, I think this would be number three, if I'm correct. Uh, I did enjoy the first one, Monster Movies, I'm Always For, and it was a very different type of monster movie. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. I don't know if you're familiar with those movies. I never saw Cloverfield, unfortunately, but I heard it was very good. Yeah, the first one was good. I actually think I did see the second one too, but it was more of like, a, it's set in the Cloverfield universe, but not really like, centered around the cloverfield thing uh, i forget what the mm-hmm. name of it was but i did see it too actually now that i think about it so this will be another one uh storm reed is cast as the lead role in the nun part two i'm huge into this universe uh with the the nun and the 
What, what are their but yes the conjuring the conjuring, the conjuring and all that the warrens the the warren universe the and warrens. all that so i'm super into all these movies so i'm excited that this is coming um and that this is continuing i know marcus also loves scary movies so i'm sure he's super excited as well honestly i've i do like scary movies i'm just scared <laughs> <laughs> and i'll always i always say and i'll always say that dude you know what i mean and i like a good story and that does not exclude horror movies but I am a chicken shit. Have you seen The Nun? I've not. It's, seen pre- the it's nun. creepy as fuck. I'll just say that. That's, I know. And, and, and I remember watching The Conjuring Part One, liking it a lot. But man, that, it freaked me out every single time when she's looking there into the basement. She has that match. Freaks the shit out of me. <laughs> and I just can't do it alone. <laughs> so, and, and I, still have, I still have a fond memory of the, the Conjuring just because I did watch it at 12 noon and <laughs> all the windows open. I really did. I'm not exaggerating. I really, really did. So, we'll see. Yeah, I, I always pick on Marcus when it comes to horror stuff because I know. <laughs> but but it's it's awesome because you're very, like, upfront about it and like, yeah, dude, I, I me and Scary and the dark and all that, we just don't mix, so... I still watch oh, them, but but I, I but I have my dude. method. <laughs> yeah, dude, I have Resident Evil, Resident Evil Village, man, big time chicken shit. But oh, I'll play all lights on, dude. <laughs> uh, so a legend in uh, movie history, James Earl Jones, is officially stepping back from uh, being Darth Vader. Uh, he kind of was already like on this path, you know, being that he's up there in age already. Um, for like the Obi-Wan, they did say that they used like some of some digitized stuff from his voice. And he went ahead and also signed off that they could use all this archive uh, footage and uh, captured stuff from his voice for the character going forward and keeping him alive in the universe with whatever they're going to do. So he'll continue to be Darth Vader, just not like him, like directly. I mean, he's... He's 90, he's 90 years old, 91 years old, man. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. And we knew it was coming. Like I said, like we talked about it yeah. back when we talked about Obi-Wan and stuff like that. And it's awesome that he's still there. But, you know, like like we said, he's up there. He's in the, in his 90s. So, you know, it, it was bound to happen. Uh, but, you know, he's just a legend, whether you know him as Darth Vader or Mufasa. He was also Mufasa. He also, you know, he was just, he's a legend. That voice, man. That voice is just something. He's he's between him and Morgan Freeman, you know. Does it? Some people just have it, man. Have the voice. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, uh, they do get to use him and uh, use his voice and stuff like that. And you know, hopefully, everything just uh, he rides off into the sunset as peacefully as possible. Whatever. Ah, James Earl Jones, man. I love Vader. <laughs> I love him as Vader. So that's that's a tough one. But uh, that such is life, right? Yeah. Uh, so the search for the new James Bond is officially on. Now, the studio says that uh, they expect when they find a new Bond, they expect a 10 to 12 year commitment for, you know, they're obviously they're going to plan to do installments, maybe three, four movies at least. Uh, I was kind of curious and I wanted to hear from you. Do you have any ideas as to who would be? Are you first of all? Are you a Bond fan? Uh, I've actually seen one of the Daniel Craig films. I've actually seen a lot of the Pierce Brosnan films. Mm-hmm. Strangely mm-hmm. enough, um, I think he had three or four of them, and I actually seen them all just because um, growing up, you know, Pierce Brosnan was Goldeneye and stuff like that. Um, 
but you asked who I thought was well, going to be That, that was going to be my next question. I were, or who, not who you think, but who would you like to see, or do you have any ideas out there? Oh, I have. I know Idris Elba just said he he did, he was not interested in playing mm-hmm. James that Bond. Was a, I would assume that I was a see, big huh? rumor for a long time. So yeah, he kind of put that to rest. Yeah, and I would assume they're looking for somebody who is going to you know spend what they said a ten year commitment with the James Bond mm-hmm. universe or for James Bond. So I would think it had to be somebody young. And 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 when it comes to a project like that, you're thinking like Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, where he knew he was going to be Wolverine for you know a long time, or or uh, Iron Man with uh, Robert Downey Jr. So it's going to be along those lines. And so somebody that's going to be something you're going to be looking for. Now, as to who, I honestly have no idea. Um, all you can do is speculate and have fun with it and kind of, you know, who would you like to see or who would make a good bond and stuff like that. So I wouldn't really have an idea as to who, um, but we'll see. Yeah, there's been uh, there's been different people talking, you know, different little things. The guy from uh, Game of Thrones has been one that people have talked about. Richard Madden, the guy that plays uh, uh, Stark. Uh, the Red Wedding. What, what's oh, okay, okay. Know who I'm talking about, right? Uh, what's the name? Yeah, the... the yeah, I know what you're talking about. He's in the Eternal. Yes. Too. Yeah, they've talked about him. People have talked about uh, Cillian Murphy, Tom Hardy, Henry Cavill. Uh, Henry Cavill is just in... I never, I never mentioned Henry Cavill because people just... You yeah. Know, they, they, he's tied to yeah, everything. He's already in so much. Yeah, that, that you know, but that's one that people throw out there just because, you know, just because just he's Henry Cavill, right? Tom Hardy seems like... Tom, Tom Hardy, Hardy seems like he could be an interesting one. Tom Hardy could be an interesting one. I agree. Uh, there's also some people that say, you know, maybe we'll get something different. Uh, they'll go with a, a female. Uh, so who knows, man? Who knows what they're going to do with this new James Bond? I know they try to make them all different from the last one and don't. Like Skarsgård would be a good one. Yeah. Something like that. So let's see where we end up going. I'm a big fan of the Bonds. So, uh, you know, it's it's a commitment and it's a huge franchise that, you know, there's a lot of fans out there. So, I mean, let's see what they do. I'm, I'm excited that they're going to yeah. continue. It's just crazy that it's one of those that just keeps going. Like, they kind of just reset, like, every so often, right? Yeah. Well, you have to keep it fresh. Yeah. Uh, so, we got, we're getting the first trailer for Super Mario Bros. starring Chris Pratt at uh, New York City Comic Con, October 6th. So, right around the corner. I know you're a big Super Mario Bros. fan, so let's see. I know, I'm actually... I'm actually waiting to see what the, uh, what the, um, it's going to be like the trailer is going to be like, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of people are just like, like dying (laughs) to see what it's going to (laughs) be. Hopefully it's good. And it kind of puts all the people's minds at rest and at ease that it's going to be good. I hope. Yeah. Cause we do have, it's a, it's Chris Pratt as Mario, Jack Black as Bowser. Uh, who was supposed to be Donkey Kong? Let me, let me. Somebody else let me see. Let me let me get a cast because yeah, the one I'm actually excited about. No no lie is Jack Black as Bowser, and I know it's it's it, it, the the combination kind kind of sounds a little funny and stuff like that because Jack Black is always real high pitch, real over the top, real extra. You know what I mean? So how, so how do you picture Bowser with that type of dude, voice? This um, cast, dude, <laughs> it's crazy. Chris Pratt, Mario, Anna Taylor Joy, Peach, Charlie Day, Luigi, Seth Rogen, Donkey Kong, Jack Black, Donkey Bowser, Keegan Michael uh, Key is Toad. 
Like that's a that's a Sounds. hell of a cast for a movie, but Mario, like, it just has it just has you know you have questions, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. My biggest one is Chris Pratt. Strangely enough, Chris Pratt—that's the one I'm kind of like, dang, because honestly, Joy is gonna kill it as Peach. I honestly, Jack Black is gonna kill it as Bowser. I really think he's going to, just because I'm thinking of uh, of what's that game, Br- uh, Brutal Legend. Um, he knows how to not be so extra, so I think he's gonna con- like condense it or condense it. You know, be a little bit men- menacing, Bowser, goofy, menacing, because that's what, that's the kind of Bowser. I just hope we do get a. I, I like serious Bowser a lot. Um, Donkey Kong, I think Seth, Seth Rogen, because growing up, I we I used to watch a lot of the Donkey Kong animated series. Kind of like a CGI thing going on there and stuff like that. I don't know if you remember it very well. And that he there were actually some musical numbers and uh, Diddy Kong would sing, Donkey Kong would sing in the animated series. And Seth Rogen seems to have kind of had that raspiness, I guess, that's kind of going to kind of work, um, I think, for DK. And Toad. That's 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 Keegan Michael Key. That's that's a interesting one <laughs> for Toad. So we'll see, man. I'm, I'm really excited about the trailer. So I want to see more or less what direction they're gonna go. Yeah, in. again, this is gonna be an animated uh, movie by Il- Illumination. Illumination, which, yes, the ones who made uh, the mini. Yeah, which I was gonna say. Grew. I was gonna say like, there's not really a question. Uh, I'm sure it's gonna be. I'm sure it's gonna be am- animated greatly with with those. Oh, uh, yeah. under its belt so it's just gonna be like how are they gonna bring these characters to life and the big one is just yeah chris pratt but i guess <laughs> we'll see we'll see and we'll, and we'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll see we'll and we'll see. see soon right around the corner well october 6th october new 6th. york city comic-con uh, i did also catch a trailer for m night Shyamalan's new movie knock at the door and i'm a big m night Shyamalan fan i know a lot of people say like he's fallen off Stuff like that, but I still enjoy his movies. Uh, you know, have your opinion on whichever one is if he's if they've gotten worse or better or whatever over the years. But I still find his movies super interesting. Uh, I did watch this latest one. What was it called? The Beach or The Island? Or what was it? I know it took place at the beach. It was the beach one. I know what you're talking about. Um, the Fall? No. I know what you're talking about. The last M Night. Shyamalan film that I've seen and have not watched one since was Avatar, The Last Airbender. Never again, because that movie was <laughs> It was super old. Super it's called bad, old. Dude. Like, old. Yes. Old. That's right. That's right. So, you know, some of the ones that I, um, the ones I loved, The Sixth Sense, Unbreakable, Signs, The Village, all amazing. Well, Signs uh, is good. Village is good. Uh, Split. Glass, old, like to me, those were all really good. Split, glass, and old. So now, knocking the cabin is up next. Uh, the if you watch the trailer, like you can kind of get it where it's going, but it it's gonna be crazy. Uh, you know, it's just an M Night M Night Shyamalan film, and it's gonna be uh, coming out February third, twenty twenty three. So, look out if you're into those kinds of movies. Check out the trailer. I'm sure you won't be disappointed. Now. Netflix had another big week where they popped off and showed a lot of stuff. Uh, first of which being uh, we got our first teaser for Sonic Netflix's Sonic Prime. Uh, I'm, I always have to throw in Sonic because I know Marcus is big on Sonic. And I actually thought the trailer looked pretty cool. Did you check it out? I have not. And I'm, right now I'm in the process of looking at it just because you had mentioned, I didn't even know there was a trailer. Usually um, when it comes to Netflix, I never know what's kind of coming on, but I'm looking at some of the stills and Hey, I see shadow. Yeah. 
I see Dr. Eggman, I see Big Cat, man. It, it actually looks like a video game, which looks really yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I, I thought the exact um, same thing. I thought, I thought the animation looks cool. The style looks cool. It has plenty of characters, which, you know, all those, all the fans yeah. from all, all over the years are going to be excited to see whoever their favorite is, if, if all of these are favorites, you know, like, so right on, like. Yeah. And it takes place, it looks like this one's taking place in the Green Hill Zone and stuff. So, and it's, it's strange. What was I, I was, I was looking at something. Um, I just don't know if it's tied to Knuckles. I, it was an article on, on Hyper Knuckles. Uh, Hyper Knuckles would be the rendition of Supersonic or Super Shadow. Um, making an appearance somewhere. It might have been the comic book series. Because I don't know if Hyper Knuckles is part of the comic uh, is only exclusive to the comic book series or not. So, um, But yeah, super excited for it nonetheless. It looks good. It looks really good. Actually, very happy with what I'm seeing. So we got a... Uh, a little while back, we talked about that the, the Wednesday Adam's Family spinoff for Netflix was going to be delayed. But we got a date now, November 23rd. So just a, a little bit past that October that we were probably hoping for, given like the vibe of the Adams Family and uh, October, Halloween, all that stuff. But uh, nonetheless, it's coming out and uh, it hasn't been delayed too much, just a month. So um, yeah, coming in November 23rd. Uh, then we got a trailer for you, season four. It uh, looks like uh, our main character is going to be going to the UK and it's going to be releasing in two parts. February 10th, uh, 2023 will be the first part and um, only a month later, March 10th, 2023, the second part will come out. That's wack, dude. I hate, I hate that. And obviously, and you mentioned it before, that the reason they're doing it is because, hey, you know, why, why put it all in one go when we can put it in two parts and we get the numbers we want? Two months in a row. Yeah, I think it, I, you know I, I, I mean? think it's interesting too that they're dropping it right before Valentine's Day, and then like kind of like the month after too. So, to me, I wonder if that's a PR move. To me, well, of course it is. Come on, <laughs> so <laughs> it's uh, so obviously like the it's a very complicated character that is just so for some reason so like lovable. Uh, but at the same time, you're like, man, this guy is a freaking psycho. So I feel like I feel like that February drop is gonna make us like remind us why we like him so much, and then March is gonna be like, damn, I regret like liking this guy. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, uh, I saw the trailer. I think it looked cool. I, I'm super invested in that guy, uh, in Joe. So let let's see what happens. We ended season three with some big stuff happening. Oh, so good, uh, let's see what happens here. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. it's coming back and in February. No, I agree. I thought season three was actually a lot, and that's because not to, not to knock anything on the other ones, but season three was something, man. Like that was you talk about sometimes peak TV. Season three just but for whatever season one and two, season one, season two just you know built on it and season three just totally man and obviously it's with the introduction of his wife totally forgot the actress's name um i don't with her from from hill house yeah huh? i know her her name in the show is love but i can't remember yeah i love i don't remember her name with the introduction of love coming into season two it just totally man like obviously the dynamic there is just what it, you had joe and then you had love so you get like times two cycle so it was great it was great with what they did so i'm, I'm kind of see it's going to be exciting to see what they do with with season four and 
not not to knock it right in any way, but what what are they going to do to replace a character like Love? Because damn. Yeah, Victoria Pedretti was the name of the actress. Victoria, that's right. Uh, that's right. So just the, from the stuff I can tell, he's jumping over the pond and going to the UK now. So he'll be in a completely different environment. So let's see what happens here. But uh, I kind of think I kind of feel like we kind of already know what's going to happen with Joe because he can't help himself. But I mean, like you say, season three is a lot to follow. So, yeah, I'm sure they're going to have to take it to new heights. (laughs) Oh, good. Uh, So so in sticking with the the UK and all that, there was uh, some questions with uh, the passing of Queen Elizabeth whether or not the crown would uh, continue going forward or be uh, it it was going to continue, but whether or not it would uh, stay on schedule or whether or not it would be delayed. But uh, we did get the announcement that season five is going to be coming out uh, as intended November 9th. Uh, The teaser highlights uh, Diana princess of Wales a lot. Uh, I don't watch the show, but I've heard that she has already come out, but the younger Diana uh, when she's uh, getting married. Um, this particular part of the show is supposed to cover the family through the 1990s. If you're not familiar with that, with that uh, time period for them, it was a pretty tough time period filled with like some scandals and uh, different things that were going on in the royal family. Now, as to the question of whether or not it would be delayed, uh, after the Queen's passing, the viewership for the crown actually jumped up more than 800% in the UK. So they said, no, we are going to keep going. Uh, the show must go on. <laughs> <laughs> now, is, it, be kind of creepy, is that a PR move or not? Real crazy, right? But 800%, man. Damn. That's high. That's really high. That, and, and, and that tells you, you know, what type of the polarizing figure that she was, right? You know, throughout the years, and it's just, you know, how in how just in, I, enormous she was, right? Big time, big time. Yeah, uh, people just want to know. People that are familiar with her want to see it firsthand. People that aren't familiar with her want to learn about her and see it, like you know, uh, see the stories put into action, see the rumors put into action. And plus, I mean, it, it, it's it's interesting. It's always interesting to see like a historical figure and somebody that like maybe people have seen or people have met or, you know, like she was just a part of their lives for so long, man. It's it's wild. She ruled from when yeah. from the time she was in her 20s. Right. So that's yeah. crazy. So, I mean, good on them. I mean, it's something I've been recommended a lot of times to watch the crown, watch the crown, watch the crown. And I've never gone to it. Maybe now I will. So. We'll see. Uh, The Witcher had two big announcements. The Witcher Blood Origin is going to be releasing on the 25th, December 25th. And The Witcher Season 3 is going to be releasing the summer of 2023. So next summer. So Henry Cavill, come back as Geralt. Uh, I was excited about these two. Um, I'm, I'm big on The Witcher. Not too familiar. Still haven't played the games. Not gonna lie, uh, but I've loved the show so far. So, and with uh, the reports from last week saying that uh, a little bit after season three, they're gonna film four and five back to back and try to put them out quickly. I'm just glad that it's coming back, and there's probably more soon, sooner rather than later, on the horizon. 
Yeah. So and again, they, they are adapting the books. So if you're if you're familiar with the books, obviously these are these are the these are the shows you want to get on on get on start with because uh, if you're a gamer, they do take place before these. It takes place before the, the three games that they have, uh, The Witcher, The Witcher Two, and The Witcher Three. So um, kind of a good point to start on if you're not familiar with the games at all. Um, I actually. Well, I started both part two and three. Now, whether I'm going to finish them, I don't know. But I did purchase and buy them both of them. So we'll see. So uh, that wraps it up for TV and movies. Uh, we did leave anime for the end because of the Aniplex on Limefest. Uh, before I kind of throw that over to Marcus, uh, I will just throw out two little things here that uh, the Hunter x Hunter manga is officially returning on November 4th. So here we go again. Hunter x Hunter. I know everybody's yeah. super excited. Hopefully the momentum just starts it up, keeps it going, and adelante. Yeah. Then uh, Attack on Titan, final season special event coming November 13th. Probably an announcement, a couple visuals, some things like that. Uh, we'll get a date for the final season. Then jumping into Aniplex Online, we did get a lot of announcements, but I will leave that to Marcus. All right. So, yeah, Aniplex Online Fest actually took took place yesterday. If you saw the stream, great orchestra. I don't know if you did you see the orchestra? Yeah, the yes, yesterday? it was great. It was it was epic. It was super epic. Uh, it was I got goosebumps every time, especially during the, the Mugen Train uh, arc that one scene and again and even and then they, they finish off with the intro for um, the opening for the entertainment district arc so that was awesome uh, had a lot of fun with it um, so if you were keeping up with the stream you would have noticed that you know they brought in a lot of the um, anime that are already kind of ongoing a lot of the info a lot of the news a lot of what's coming up didn't actually come out until after the fact it was about an hour and a half stream so if you woke up this morning you started going to the anime websites you kind of saw um so a, a lot of the announcements that were out there i did put up a lot of them but put most of them there were some that i did not put uh just because i wanted just to um highlight the ones that i thought were more of a big deal and not just a big deal to us but a big deal to rico and some that um are going to you know have a lot of, how can I say it? It's going to be polarizing moving forward. It's going to have a lot of, a lot moving forward. And that's because tomorrow we do have Toho Animation um, having their, they are going to have their panel, I believe, to, to well, in our time, it's going to be theirs overnight. So expect to see more stuff from them. We are going to have a couple of more announcements from them. So we'll be actually touching base on those whenever we have our discussion. Right now, it's just news. We are going to have a discussion later. So we'll drop a little bit more on what Toho Animation does for their 10th. Uh, anniversary here going forward so we'll see uh what they have to say but before i get into online fest just a couple of things and just a couple of rumors i thought and i actually i kind of want to see what rico had to say more so than anything else which is why i'm going to talk about it because we do have you know aniplex fest we have toho and in december we're going to have jump fest uh jump festa 2022 and a couple of the things that kind of come out again jump festa you have all the big names if it's a big name right now you're going to understand it but two of the ones that were on there on the super stage because they call them super stages one was haikyuu mm -hmm. and the other one was kuroko's basketball <laughs> i know and i started laughing because you know haikyuu grows with basketball when it comes to just sports anime like 
Like these are awesome. And Rico and I have seen both of those and were on those highly like crazy. Um, so I'm assuming for the Haikyuu Super Stage, they're going to kind of talk about the movies that are going to be coming out and more or less what they're going to be like. Um, did you know about that? Or what are your thoughts on that on the Haikyuu Super Stage? I, I knew about the Haikyuu stuff and I assumed like, oh, the movie. Uh, I had also been excited. They also included Black Clover on the stage. Uh, because yeah. hopefully we're either going to get more anime or movies or whatever they're going to give us going forward. But uh, you just saying it right now about Kuroko is a surprise. I wonder what that, I wonder yeah. what that means. I, I have but, no idea but, what but that means. I, I'm curious and I'm excited too, because I honestly don't care what they do. Like, I just want more. <laughs> yeah, I don't care if it's a movie, if it's a one-shot, a special, like, we're gonna get the generation of miracles hey i'm all for it man. dude honestly like maybe it's blasphemy that i even mentioned this but i wouldn't even care if like they do like something further down the line like uh you know we did we did only get to see over the course of the show for those of you that aren't familiar the first year of uh kuroku and and uh, taiga so do we get to see them like go through what they, will we ever get to see them progress in their years against some of the other generation of miracles or what like i would love to see something going forward yeah that was that that was a, a great surprise now again it could be anything and it, it doesn't matter to me what it is i'm gonna be on board with it uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna love it so jump festa is coming out in december so we, obviously our answers will be answered in december december 17th 18th uh, over in Japan. But yeah, there was a slew of super stages, a slew, a slew of stages. Uh, you'll see Black Exorcist, Demon Slayer, Prince of Tennis, Tennis Kaiju Number 8, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, Yu-Gi-Oh! Black Clover, Dai, The Adventures of Dai, uh, Chainsaw Man, Baruto. So we're going to see all kinds of stuff um, that they're going to be presenting on. So I know I can't wait. Um, it's going to be exciting. And usually for Jump Festa, not only do we get a bunch of like anime stuff, we also like, Crunchyroll also like will release. It usually didn't like Crunchyroll Expo or whatever, but Crunchyroll also kind of like, hey, we have these awesome figurines. Uh, don't miss out on them. So <laughs> I'll be looking at those too. <laughs> but yeah, so now I can get into uh, Anaplex online, some of the announcements that were there this morning. Uh, Rico already touched base real quick on, on Hunter Hunter and on... Um, what was the other one? Attack on Titan, right? The mm -hmm. specials. Uh, one of the things, and this was actually mentioned a while back. Um, so this is actually not part of the online Anaplex, but uh, Chainsaw Man did reveal its English dub cast trailer over this past week. And I know um, kind of getting, well let, well, let me stay on topic before I get off topic. Um, it is getting, its, it has its dub trailer and it is going to have 12 different endings for each episode. It's only going to be 12 episodes. The rumor was that it was supposed to be 24 but the fact is that it sounds like it's going to be slated for 12. It makes me wonder if it's going to be a two-core thing. Uh, hopefully it's two cores. I'm pretty sure it's going to be two cores because I think this is the story you can kind of tell in, you know, 30 episodes or less or so, you know, just to kind of flesh it out uh, brilliantly. So um, I thought that was a big deal. Now, the reason I kind of wanted to mention this first was because of the English dub casting going on. I don't know if Rico's heard about it. Uh, Mob Psycho, our voice from Mob Psycho is no longer going to be, or at least the English dub class, English dub. Is no longer going to be voicing Mob. Mm. Um, he voiced Mob in season one and two, and one of the reasons, though, actually, the reason he's not going to be voicing Mob is, but Mob is because Crunchyroll actually confirmed that not only they fired, I think that's, I think that's the word to use, but they essentially got rid of him because he wanted basically benefits and he wanted to unionize. 
basically a better pay. And this kind of brought to light that some people were actually getting paid pennies for the amount of work that they do. Uh, for example, in Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, I want to say that the English dub actress or actor, I forgot who it was, only got paid uh, 500 for the entire movie. Now, keep in mind that this movie did gross in millions, millions, and the English voice actors only saw $500 of that. So it kind of kind of puts things into perspective. Um, another one uh, was, if you kind of go to Twitter, a lot of these voice actresses, actors also sharing their experience with how much they've actually been getting for dubbing you know, popular shows or just anime in general. I think she said she got paid 300 or so for her work in a particular anime. And I forgot, you can Google it, you'll find everything there. Um, some, something that I just kind of wanted to, like, to bring bring out because I thought it was really interesting that, uh, you know, these am the animators in Japan were a while back, remember, were not getting the recognition and, and you know, pay they deserve for actually doing all these things. Very similar to what we're experiencing here, right? The, the dubbing where they're not getting paid or, you know, the fact that they're, they can't unionize or anything um, to do their work and translate over, you know, in general. And, and a lot of people are saying, well, I don't care. It's dub, it's dub, you know, but ultimately when it comes to anime and when it comes to, you know, dubbing and subbing, you know, it's a effect. It can, it can be also like a domino effect where if something uh, doesn't transpire the way it's supposed to, or, you know, it's not being pushed forward, it can have some negative, negative consequences, you know, around the board. Did you know anything about no, that? Well, I, I had heard about the, uh, I had heard about the the stuff about you know the voice actor saying or or everybody kind of rallying around them and saying that they're not getting you know their their fair shake of a, of everything so um it's just unfortunate right that you hear stories like that and you know cuz we all love their work you know and they're a big part of it yeah so interesting interesting thing to see so if you want to keep more on it just you know look it up you know i'll be keeping my eye on that see more that's what comes out of it uh but getting back into some of the announcements both for i don't want to get hurt so i'll max out my defense anime getting a second season but it's just, it's delayed until january 2023 this is actually a pleasant surprise i don't know if freakers ever heard of it super pleasant surprise i saw it on a whim and i absolutely loved it because there's a new mmo this chick you know, has no idea how to help or what to do or how to even play the game. So she legit puts everything into defense, 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 no offense whatsoever. But she gets so, she gets so maxed out in defense that if somebody tries to hit her, she has like basically counters for her defense and they actually end up dying. So she just becomes totally OP, uh, super majestic, super awesome, uh, super funny, quirky. Uh, so I was actually real excited for season two because I actually did binge watch the season one in a day when I first saw it because it was that funny and it got so broken. She got so broken to where the animators or I'm sorry, not the animators, the, uh, the people who run the game that she's playing straight up said like, nah, y'all, we're going to, they patched it to where nobody else can do what she did. And so she's the only character who has all her defense, all her, all her, uh, points in defense. <laughs> so that's, a, that's the way the anime keeps going. So it's a lot of fun to see if you want to see something different. Um, that, you know, that sounds fun. fun. <laughs> you got it. You got to go to watch it. it. It was when I saw it, I was like, okay, cool. And the only reason is that her friends, her friends, a big time gamer, and her friend puts her onto it. And so by the time you know it, like she starts, she just starts playing this game, and you know, doesn't even go to school because she's so invested in this game. But she becomes famous, and everybody knows, oh, that's her, right? And everybody likes to talk smack, or whatever. Like it's you got to watch. It. It's something totally different. A lot of fun uh, for those MMO type games out there and stuff like that. But that one was just a trip. So I'm actually excited for season two. Um, but yeah, so that will be dro dropping January 2023. Uh, now we're going into the Aniplex, well, Aniplex Online Fest, some of the things. 
um, that we did see or that we did hear of, and I know Rico had actually posted a teaser a while back, was uh, Rascal Does Not Dream of a Bunny Girl Senpai. It does, it's going to get a sequel anime. It's going to adapt the eighth and ninth novels. Um, if you're not familiar with this one, it's actually one, me and Rico called her the one of the ultimate waifus out there because, you know, everybody loves Mai. Um, but the anime in, in itself is actually one of the most interesting ones that I've seen. Um, they talk about adolescent syndrome or elsewhere, puberty syndrome, meaning the same thing. But it does have some supernatural elements to it where people experiences different types of, you know, puberty. Different, they call it puberty adolescence, but people grow up differently. And I think that's the message you're trying to portray. That at a certain point in a, in a person's life, a teenage, you know, early teenage, late teenage years, people are going to evolve in some shape or form. And it's kind of, you kind of learn to, have to accept those things and stuff like that. So very deep messages um, in the first season, I don't, did you ever did you ever see the movie after that? No, I didn't see the movie. I know a little bit of it, but I don't know much about it. But uh, I remember when when uh, Marcus first mentioned this show to me, I'm like, well, of course you're gonna you want to watch Bunny Girls, you dirty boy. But then uh, I watched it, and it was just a di- very different uh, kind of anime and very different message. It's not you know the typical fighting, everybody just battling, power scaling, all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's just more a slice of life, and they do deal with their issue, like Marcus said, about the uh, adolescent syndrome. And, uh, I mean, if you if you watch this show and you don't come out of there loving my, like, something's wrong with you. Yeah, for sure. And I know Rick and I say the same thing. But season one did adapt, I believe, the first five volumes and the movie adapted volumes six and seven or something like that it's one of those so this anime sequel is going to adapt volumes eight and nine um so it's going to be fun to watch obviously it's there's because of the popularity because it's actually it boomed it, it boomed it's super popular so i'm sure there's gonna be budget and the popularity is going to be there so i'm they're gonna it's gonna be great it's gonna be fun to watch it's gonna be a great watch so we are getting the eighth and ninth light novels that they'll be adapting and i think that what i think they're like novel 14 or so but it's still an ongoing series um, so excited yeah, about what that. I, the, what uh, I had seen is that I guess one thing is called the rascal does not dream of a sister venturing out. And the other one says yeah. rascal does not dream of a knapsack girl. Yeah. Each volume has a different type. So those title. are the, the rascal being the boy and then all the other, because he helps different people. So all the person that he's helping those who would fit that category. Okay, so, uh, again, so, they're the, going, they're going so those through. are the names of the novels. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, all right, so continuing with that, uh, another announcement, the, the Misfit of the Demon King Academy 2, we are, or Season 2, has a video release for a January 2023 premiere. Um, this is Anos Voldigold. I did see Season 1 on this one also. And again, this is an OP um, demon just going to school. So it's always fun when you see like this OP demon going to school. Totally opposite from Iruma. Now, strangely enough, I was actually watching the um, Demon School Iruma Kun and this one at the same time. And it was funny because it's kind of the same premise. Demon's going to school, right? But one legit OP demon where the other one's a human has no business. So totally different dynamics. But uh, I did want to give a shout out to this one. So we'll be, I will be seeing Anos Voldigol in the Mr. Demon King Academy. Um, so that should be a fun one. Um, one of the ones that actually piqued my, or two of the ones that piqued my interest. And I had, I kind of had a small idea for this one because Rico actually posted it yesterday. Uh, and then the other one, but the first one being Near Automata and it's anime promo video. Again, January 2023 premiere. That's, I guess, not, I knew I was going to love the fall season, but 
or I, okay, that does count as the fall right? or the winter season. Um, no, winter season in February. But anyways, January 2023, we are getting that Nier Automata anime. And I did see some of the, uh, they had a one for um, 2B and 9S. And holy hell, it looks amazing. I'm excited. It looks good. It's supposed to adapt the game, if I, if I saw correctly, if I remember correctly. So if it I, does, I guess I, that's a reason to not play it. I, anyway, I think but. I actually listened uh, and watched uh, a good a good chunk of that. And I actually, if I remember correctly, I think they mentioned that it's going to be different. It's not going to be exactly the game to a tier. That that okay. that people that I I I want to say I heard the guy or whoever was talking. I I don't remember uh, talking about like it's going to be something different. And let's see what you think of that. So it's so it's, well, it's not exactly yeah. going to be the game. Obviously, it's still going to be near. But it's not going to be the yeah. exact same story, from what I understood. Which is, I guess, perfect because you can always play the game. I so I, I never really understood. Not that I don't understand it, but when you adapt the game completely, or when you adapt the story completely into a different medium, um, again, you're also you're, you're playing towards the people who enjoy that particular set, right? But in this case, it's more media. It's it's more. Uh, product i guess it's more near so i think that's a bonus for all of us and i would actually i would actually like for it to be in a whole different capacity than just the I, game I, so that'd be awesome i also thought that that was a good move because once you've experienced one doesn't necessarily mean you kind of don't need the other there's two different stories so i, I think that's probably for the best whether or not fans think that way once it comes out we'll see but i mean i was excited to see this Maybe watching the show will make me want to go back and play the game. Uh, and I was excited because you always talk about this, uh, these games. So I'm sure you were over the moon seeing all this. Oh, yeah. Super, super. Um, so th this, this next one was the one that was a super pleasant surprise. And we had always wanted and always kind of hoping to get it. But um, we're getting a new Roni Kenshin TV anime. And again, for this is premiering 2023. I am super excited. We're getting Potosa the Manslayer. We're getting the Reverse Blade Sword. Um, I, this was actually one of the ones that I saw growing up in the 90s all the time. Uh, and this, if you if you watched anime, anime in the 90s at all, Roni Kenshin was at the top of that list all the damn time. And it was actually one of the best ones of the 90s. Now, whether you're familiar with it or not, um, hopefully you get a chance to actually check it out. But you could just go watch season one and two. You can skip season three just because season three is uh, filler. Um, so, yeah, super excited about that one. I did see the promo. It looks amazing. Um, you do have Miss Kaoru over there at the end of the promo, right, coming out. She, you know, and then you have his face because it was always real quirky as, as menacing as he can look because... You know, shit's about to go down when he switches his sword over to the other side. It's called a reverse blade sword because the dull edge of the sword is actually on in his sword is actually the part that you know it's the front part of the sword, where the part that's sharp is the back side of the sword. Because he's Batosai, he took a he took a vow to never kill again after being the greatest samurai ever. Now this is during the Magi period, which is a period where um, guns and bombs and you know gunpowder started being dominant in in Japan. So um yeah i'm super familiar with it it's gonna be great super happy and they're supposed to adapt the entire manga correctly this time because they never really finished it off because of season three being filler and not only that in the original one 
There was Samurai X. It's also called Samurai X. But those are non-canon because the creator had nothing to do with them. And the creator even said um, he was very disappointed in the ending of Samurai X um, because, well, well, I mean, it's not canon, right? Is it okay to see it if you haven't seen it? No? No, no, no it's all right. Well, okay, in Samurai X, he does die. Ronnie Kenshin. The, the creator was actually very upset when he died. He says... And and he and this is kind of where I got the whole philosophy of when you know just don't kill somebody for the sake of killing killing anybody. He says, uh, Kenshin went through so much shit in his life. He deserved to be happy with with Miss Miss Koru, her his his wife at the time and Samurai X. So he was actually very upset. So um, hopefully we get the entire manga adapted. Uh, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be great to watch. I really hope that its popularity takes off. Um, is this? It's gonna be great is to- this like a like a sequel or is this a complete like reset? It's a complete reboot of the 90s. nice. Okay, because I've never seen it, so yes, this was this is gonna be the perfect time to to get into that. Yeah, well, and if you haven't seen it, you got and you got to at least watch at least watch season one because there's some great characters. It's super well done. The music's awesome, and you you get an appreciation for Rodi Kenshin because he's quirky, man, but he's also a badass. He was. He was one of the OG badasses of the badasses, man. So super, super high on that one, man. So I was, ple- I, I saw that and said, holy shit, Roni Kenshin's coming back. So I thought that was I, awesome. I, I, um, I'm actually more excited now. Like, I didn't think too much of it. Like I said, oh, people are going to be excited about this. But just hearing you talk about this, I can hear and feel the excitement in your voice and in what you're saying. Dude. So like now I'm hyped. <laughs> No, it's, it's infectious. And, and again, I and I still have the original DVDs. They never re- they never released this in Blu-ray at all. So the only way to watch this is through DVDs. And they did have it on Netflix, but like to watch it, like if you own it, it's through DVD. I have the original DVDs, man. And like I've seen this. This is one of the ones I saw growing up all the time. It was just, and I still remember. I still remember a lot of it. You know, one of the episodes where, and every time you saw this dude's eyes, and if you see the still or the picture, his eyes like that. You know shit was, pop, was about to pop off. And he did anything for his friends, anything for his family. And if the government ever did anything, because he also has these best friends. And there's also, he has a guy who's, who's uh, one of his partners is in, in mixed martial arts. Another one's a bomb expert. Um, he, he takes care of a little boy. Uh, it's, it's amazing, dude. It's, it's awesome. So I, I'm super excited about that one. Uh, and that was what I said. Holy shit. Like, and I'm thinking, yeah, you know, near and yeah, you know, oh, rascal does not, you know, uh, mash and all these. I saw Roni Kenshin and immediately just boom all the way to the top of my list, man, because it was and and it was it was one of those grew up with and even like Meliton, you know, who who's he's a, he's one of our other great friends. Um, shout out to Meliton. Uh, he says, "Yeah, man, Roni Kenshin." Even he's seen he's seen it because he was actually one of the ones who uh, grew up watching anime in the nineties. Also, believe it or not, he, one of his first ones that he watched was called Ranma One and a Half. I don't know if you're familiar with that one. He says, yeah, man, Ranma was the shit. And I said, dang, you know, this guy's an OG because he's talking about Ranma. Which is, that, that, that anime premiered in 1980, 1989. Uh, so Roni Kenshin, man, can't wait. Super excited. We're going to get Batosa the Manslayer and, you know, his reverse blade sword. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Again, that, dude, I saw this when I was like 12. So I'm 30. I'm, I'm going to be 32 years old. It's going to be 20 years, man. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So continuing on. Um, now we're going to get... The next one we have is Muscle and Magic. I know we talked about this one a lot. We did say it was going to come out in 2023. The reason I'm bringing it up again is because I did get a promotional video 
um, a, a promotional video for the adaptation. Now I'm hearing or I'm seeing things, I'm seeing a lot of reports that this is supposed to be a complete anime adaptation. So that is very, very interesting. So I'm kind of curious as to how many episodes with the episode order is going to be because the 12th volume is actually, um, it's good. I'm sorry, that's what the 13th volume is going to release in October, which is supposed to be the final arc of the, uh, of the anime. So the fact that it's going to be, and I guess 13 volumes, I guess, isn't really a lot to adapt. So we should probably be seeing anywhere between 24 to 30 episodes, hopefully. Hopefully I take your time with it. I was actually really excited about this one because, you know, it's Harry Potter with muscles. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, but the fact that it's going to be an, a complete adaptation, which I think more animation follow that line and just complete a model one go. But so I did want to mention that one for, for the uh, mass show. So keep an eye on that one. Uh, to finish off, we do got a couple more. Well, kind of three more. Um, one of the other ones that kind of caught my interest was the Eisen Flugel, which is going to be an auto adaptation, a move adaptation by A1 Pictures. Um, this was actually a novel series by Gan Urubuchi. Urubuki. Uh, what did he do? He did Psychopaths. He did uh, Al No Zero, Puella Magi Mag Madoka Magica, uh, Fate Zero, and Fate Zero, actually. So he does have a lot, a lot of um, works under his belt. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see. It's going to watch. I didn't want to highlight that because the panels and the promo looked amazing. Um, and it is going to be a movie, you know, not a big investment, you know, uh, something, something to sit through, especially if you're a fan of Yen. So I did want to highlight on that one. Uh, the next one. And again, I'm always talking about high dive and stuff like that. And this one, um, the, what was the name of this one? Urusui Yatsura, which is the reboot coming up. It's going to be available to stream on High Dive, which is interesting, again, um, just because I don't know if it's going to stream on Crunchyroll at all. I don't know if this is exclusive to High Dive, but the fact that, it, you know, anytime I see High Dive's name go get, get out there, I'm always just going to talk about it because it's competition is good competition. So it's a big deal for some, somebody just to kind of go toe-to-toe -to -toe with something as enormous as Crunchyroll because, you know, we need, we, the, the more stuff we get, the better. So that's, going to, that's a positive that we saw going there. Uh, that will premiere on October 13th next week, first quarter, not next week, two weeks. So we get that first quarter coming up. Um, so cool to see on that. Super excited about that one. And I think the last thing we had was, and this will bleed into tomorrow or into our next podcast, which would be Toho Anime. Toho Animation uh, is going to announce additional information on the Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2. And I saved that for last because, you know, it's perfect, right? Kind of jumps into Toho, which is going to be the next we're going to talk about. And it's Jujutsu Kaisen. People love Jujutsu Kaisen. We, lo we love Jujutsu Kaisen. Obviously, not as much as other people because me and Rico do have our opinion on it. But we don't knock it because it is it is a great anime. You know what I mean? Uh, so we're, we will be getting more information on that soon. Um, super excited. We'll be talking about that uh, later on. Uh, but I think other than that, does that kind of wrap up everything we have for anime? Do you have anything else you want uh, to add? I just or? had a couple of questions. At the very beginning, they uh, they played like a little video where they included, I think you touched on it. They included a bunch of like things or projects that were already like ongoing. Uh, do you remember that? Where they kind of played like, oh, this is like, there's this one. And one of them was actually Ranking of Kings. Do you remember that? Yeah, those those were ongoing projects. Uh, there was Link Click. Ranking of Kings, um, Licorice Recoil, yes. Engage. So there was there was a two that actually caught my eye that I thought like you know what these like I'm I'm interested in now. 
The first one was the case of study Vanitas. Do you know of that? Yes, the case of yes. So yes, that I was did. one. Um, that was one, and then the other one was Call of the Night. That's the one. Call of the Night's only exclusive to High Dive. So if you want to watch it, you gotta get High Dive, man. Okay, <laughs> and the other thing that I thought that was notable was when I noticed that there was this one called Inu O that as soon as it came on the screen, you heard the crowd like audibly, like it, it got a big reaction there. I, I heard like you could hear the crowd like, oh, like, d d is this a movie? Is this a series? What is this? Inu O. Inu O. By US. That's the, the real trippy one, right? The one that like, trip, tripped yes. out of hell. It seemed like it, it seemed that like one, a, about music and stuff like that, or musically inclined, or something like that. But as soon as it came on the screen, like you heard a lot of people like gasp or or something. I was like, it, it was, does that mean this is really good, or is it surprising, or what is this? All I all I know about that is it's it's an animated musical. It's it's a musical film. Um, it actually released a while back in May worldwide. Now I don't know if this is that's just a movie that 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 came out because the movie is actually supposed to be really really good. I have not seen it. Um, actually waiting for it just to kind of come our come our way where it's going to be accessible to see it. But it's going to be a great movie. I don't I don't think that there's going to be some sort of a um, sequel to it or anything like that. But that's a movie and it's a musical at that. So that's that's probably what you're highlighting it right that's it's, it's a real tripped out the real crazy anime anime looking one right? yeah yeah and, uh, and to yeah, me the it. big thing was just it, it didn't it wasn't like crazy for me it's just when i heard everybody like have a big reaction i said whoa that that's for a reason yeah yeah it's gonna be a really good musical like a really good one um but yeah it is a film now whether it's gonna have a more to it i don't know i don't know yet or if anybody's talked about it i'm not sure but i know it is a movie okay so yeah, those are just the other things, and plus, obviously, it was nice to see Boji in that in that too. Oh, I know Boji and Linklick. I do love Linklick uh, by Billy Billy Billy, the Chinese animation studio. Always a plus. So yeah, I mean, uh, for me, like those two caught my eye. I was excited to see Near Bunny Girl. Uh, did the did the My Hero? There was also some My Hero news too. That season six is going to be consecutive. It's not going to be split. Like some of the other shows. Yeah, season six, it's gonna it's gonna go all the way until from October. It's gonna go all the way until twenty twenty three, uh, and when they they mentioned like March or April, it's gonna be late. It's gonna, I know it's gonna be a while because everything's supposed to be compact for season six, and for good reason too. Because season six, out of everything so far, I think what you're getting is gonna be the best part of My Hero so far. There's you know there's some good stuff in the manga that could have been better, but you know they it fell flat, but. We'll get into that when you get when yeah, you get to we that. did uh, we I'm pretty <laughs> sure we did get like the very last like little trailer too here before it comes out. So I, I watched that and it looks intense. So I'm really I'm oh, really, dude. really oh, excited. No. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> Cause yeah, we're gonna get all kinds of cool stuff. And the villains, if you're a villain, if you're a villain fan, oh man, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be real good. Yeah, no, I mean you're speaking my language, brother. Villains, villains, only villains. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> uh so with that. Um, that wraps up everything for anime. I think that's going to wrap up everything for our, for our news talk, right? Is that everything? Guys? Yeah, I think so. Uh, and like Marcus uh, talked about the, the show, obviously, is ongoing. We're going to get different announcements and stuff like that uh, in the anime world. We will most likely throw some of that into like our little discussion, which will be coming out. Uh, you know, if, if we just talk about all that, maybe it'll come out uh, early. But if not, 
Uh, we'll throw it in there with our discussion coming out Monday. Uh, that's going to be our new schedule. We're going to put out our discussions on Monday just to kind of separate the news for the weekend and the discussions to start your week. And uh, yeah, I mean, look out for that and we'll be updating you with more as it comes along. Yeah, and we, and we always hope that you guys enjoy it. And we hope you're enjoying what uh, the way we're kind of doing everything right now. And again, you can always follow us at, follow us on Twitter at MetaNerds um, on Twitter. And you can also follow Punk Rico 21 or myself at Marcus25V. Um, if you kind of have kind of suggestions or just want to follow along, by all means, feel free to do so. Um, if you haven't checked out last week's news and discussion, please feel free to do that. Again, like Rico mentioned, our discussions are going to be coming out Mondays, or at least trying Mondays earlier during the week so you can have something to listen to, and our news at the end of the week. So that way everything kind of comes together towards the end of the week and we can have everything for you guys um, in one go. Uh, so with that said, we do have Tono, Toho Animation coming out this evening. So we'll probably add that to our discussion, like Rico said. Other than that, Rico, anything else before we log no, off? No, that's it. I mean, it was a, was a lot of stuff this week. So uh, thanks oh, for yeah. hanging in there with us, uh, listening to our two cents about it all. And uh, just uh, appreciate you guys for listening. Yeah, thank you very much, you guys. Thanks for listening. You have a good Later. one.